time to do the dusting. Here you go, head of Pertwee. There you go, handles. Oh, cardboard Clara, get out from behind the sofa. No, you're not horrible, just because Adam doesn't like you. You just stand there. Oh, cardboard Amy, you're going in the garden. There you go. Hello? (sighs) Keith, please stop ringing me after you've been jogging. Welcome, welcome, dear listeners, one and all, to this, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Stephen. I'm Faye Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I, yes, I am covered in glitter. Yes, I'm (laughs) covered in glitter. Well, I'm not technically covered in glitter. I've been nowhere near the glitter. However... You've got glitter on you, and you have to sleep at some point, and the glitter's up in our bedroom. Yeah. Just saying. You'll be fabulous at work tomorrow. (laughs) No, 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 I'm going to be fabulous. (laughs) Anyway, without further ado, strange phone calls besides, it's the news with El Presidente. Doctor Who. Oi, oi, are you stealing my bit? Yes, yes, what? yes, he is. Yes. Oh, no, okay, go ahead. I said, Can I do Doctor Who? And he said, Yes, and then you passed me the thing. I did. <laughs> I did. Mixed messages around. Doctor Who. Fugitive Doctor and One Master Go Audio. For the love of Chibnall. With the Jodie Whittaker Chris Chibnall era yet to finish, it came as quite a surprise that Audiomongers in chief Big Finish have already announced two new audio series based on that era. Embracing the timeless child retcon, they will be bringing a set of at least two box sets of adventures for Joe Martin's The Fugitive Doctor. Each will comprise of three adventures set after Fugitive of the Didoon. There are otherwise zero details other than price. £44 for a bundle of both CD sets or £36 mm. on download only. Mm. Claire Monahay Ellery said, I first met Joe Martin at a Doctor Who convention in February of this year, mm. where she wowed the crowds with her enthusiasm for the programme and the role of the fugitive Doctor. Her excitement was palpable. Joe obviously loves the role and we are so excited to create new adventures for her to star in. As the fugitive Doctor herself once said, you're going to love this. The same amount of money will go will get you volumes one and two of Call Me Master, featuring <laughs> Sasha Dwan's Shrink Happy Renegade Time Lord. Dwan said of this, The Master is such a joy to play on so many levels. I can't wait to see what he's going to be getting up to without the Doctor around to hold him back. Hold on to your seats, folks. All four box sets for these two series can be pre-ordered now. But no release dates have been announced yet. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. You read that very well. Thank you. <laughs> Pretty. Ah! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty surprising that they've announced these before the end of that era. Yeah. Up yeah. till now, it's always yeah. there's always been a gap mm. before yeah. they've been allowed. There, there's to... usually been about a gap of a year before yeah. they've been allowed to. Um... Yeah. yeah. The yeah, only real exception, possibly being Unit, because they were never really finished. 
Yeah. I suppose with Jo Martin, it's been a year between her appearance. This probably also scuppers anyone's hopes or fears, depending on which fence you're on, of her becoming the, the new Doctor. I don't think there's any chance of becoming the new Doctor, but no. I wouldn't be surprised she turned up in the next special. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But, but I wouldn't be surprised. So this won't be out before then. No, that, but, that saga needs to wrap I up. Understand, yeah. I can understand why they could sign her up, because it has been... Yeah. But, yeah, Sasha Darwin will be coming straight off the back of... The season. The season. Yeah. I mean, and we don't know if he's going to make more appearances as the master Fra in future TD2. Yeah, yeah, who knows? Yeah. Big Finish have a license from the BBC, I think. Mm. Yes, so yes. surely someone somewhere actually answered an email that said, "Can we use blah blah blah?" Yeah, who said, would that yeah, have been? Go for it. Would that be RTD now, or would that still yeah. be Chibnall? No, because these would have been made ages ago. No, because yeah. it was only in February that they even spoke. So by the time they've written them, yeah. let alone yeah. recorded them, they probably haven't even recorded them yet. I, I, I doubt ah. that they've even actually written them fully. Or usually they wait till ca- so they're in the can. Yeah, well, they, it might be an accountant somewhere in the BBC. That that saw hmm. p- p- uh, pound signs. Oh, or it just was, like Adam said, RTD. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe RTD said, OK, I'm not going to use these characters. Well, Feel free to do what you want with them. Yeah, it's, it's, mm. we had, uh, what is it, back in 2005, when they were gearing up for the new series. <laughs> new series. Um, <laughs> I, almost immediately, RTD put Big Finish in the accepted licence part. Yeah. So yes. he has got a good relationship with them. Mm. We've, we've just had, uh, yeah. what is it, uh, uh, Mind of the Hodok, which uh, was... Hodiak. Uh, yes. Sorry, Hodiak, which was a rejected RTD or not seen RTD classic series episode. Yes, indeed. So, yeah. Yes, yeah, interesting. We shall see what those bring. The Time Traveller's Wife, Moffat TV series Dated. Ooh. Hasn't even come out yet. Yeah. It's dated. Yeah. Yeah. Stephen William Moffat, OBE, the vast toffee, Amen. was famously inspired to create River Song by Audrey Niffenegger's novel The Time Traveller's Wife. Now, his HBO TV miniseries adaptation has been given the launch date of May the 15th, 2022. The series stars Game of Thrones' Rose Leslie as the titular wife, at least in her grown-up version, and Theo James as the time traveller who encounters his wife at random points in her life, very much including her childhood. Yes, let's hope Moffat doesn't make this even more creepy than the original. (laughs) In the UK, the episodes will air a day later, starting on the 16th of May, on Sky Atlantic and the Now streaming service. Mm. Yes, they book about Charles grooming. (laughs) It's a weird story. (laughs) Doctor Who. Mm. Peter Cushing returns. (laughs) From the grave. That's the definition of crumbly. No, Peter (laughs) Cushing isn't back from the dead, despite his many encounters with the likes of Dracula and a time-travelling Biggles. But his two 1960s Doctor Who films are returning to the cinema. Yeah. Both the 1965 Doctor Who and the Daleks and the 1966 Daleks Invasion Earth 2150 AD are getting a 4K restoration released on new HD Blu-ray and a limited cinema double bill screening. The cinema screenings will be on the 10th of July... The first Blu-ray film released on the 20th of June and the second Blu-ray on the 18th of July. The Blu-rays come in standard steelbooks from 30 quid each or in collector's edition with booklets, postcards, posters, badges and so (laughs) forth for 50 quid each. Can we agree here and now that if our Cineworld shows them it will be a a staggering day out? (laughs) I'd love to see them at the cinema. I do know that they're being screened at the BFI. I don't know what date. 
I have seen somewhere that they might be in some cine worlds yeah. and possibly some views. I have been trying to find out because I actually love these films. Mm, I, don't yeah. know. I think they're Particularly brilliant. The Dark Invasion of Earth. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and so. I, I, it is one I would like to actually see in full glorious Technicolor. <laughs> with only one, without a U. <laughs> mm, so does this mean that the uh, Dalek mothership that always reminds me for some strange reason of a Ford Anglia yeah. will be yep. seen in high definition Blu-ray. It will. <laughs> yep. With strings. I've got a 3D printed model of the Dalek mothership. Oh, yeah. No, he's got a 3D fo- printed model of a Ford Anglia. We Just for a point for any of our listeners in other continents, we don't know if there's going to be screenings at cinemas in regards to this in other parts of the world. No, I couldn't even find out where it was playing at all. Other than the BFI, I haven't been able to find out any dates yet for um, well, any Cineworld values. World tend to show their, um, will tend to announce their coming soon releases about mm, six weeks yeah. ahead of time, mm. so it shouldn't be too long. Okay. Right, ladies and gentlemen out there, the vast listening group of one, <laughs> I, I want you to embark on a letter-writing campaign to the manager of Crawley Cineworld. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> why, oh, why, oh, why haven't you shown Doctor Who and the Daleks? So the yeah. manager of Cineworld Crawley is going to get lots of hate mail, then? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's going to get two letters and a badly spelt email. <laughs> in crayon, I... I'll do mine in yeah. crayon. Yeah, I've told you, sending emails in crayon, <laughs> you work. just end up writing all over your laptop. <laughs> Maybe we should send the Daleks. <laughs> Any addendums? I have two. Ooh, count okay. Two addendums, if I can remember what they are. <laughs> one. Addendum one. We've mentioned on this podcast in the past the Corridor Crew. Mm -hmm. They're uh, a team of special effects experts who uh, like to study usually CGI footage of old and new films and either Mm. point out where they went wrong or compliment or that Mm -hmm. they've been right. And even old star special effects like screen paintings and and things like that. But as you may know out there, there has been a release of Batman, which is the latest... The Batman. The Batman, which is the latest... Corridor crew have spliced it quite effectively, the trailer, with uh, footage of Adam West's Batman. (laughs) It is a film I would love to see. It looks brilliant. I've got to admit, I would pay money to go I was a bit worried at the end when... Bigger bomb appeared. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Is this the same corridor crew? Um, Adam, I do believe you sent me the uh, YouTube link. The yeah, Tron, or yeah, the uh, yeah, the updated um, you know, yeah. version of the uh, Tron light cycle. Yes, yes, yes. I thoroughly are, enjoyed that. They yeah. are very good, and if we remember, or if Adam remembers, hopefully there'll be a link because yeah. you've got two YouTube videos. One them discussing how they did it, making of yeah, the making of, and then there's one just straight. <laughs> <laughs> What's your second addendum? I'm trying to remember. I've forgotten. <laughs> I've got one. If you need to, then Adam. What's your addendum? Ghostbusters. Oh. There's a new Woo! film coming. Really? Yep. They're not I don't know anything much more than that. There was a sizzle reel of some kind at CinemaCon, which just showed they're doing a fifth Ghostbusters film. Oh, okay. Presumably Men's a sequel. Yeah, it's presumably going to be a sequel. Mm. But nothing's been said about who's attached. Yeah. Is it still Reitzman, Jason Reitman's director? Is it still the same cast? Don't know. Okay. But there's a new one coming. Woo-hoo. I've remembered my addendum. Go on, oh. My addendum is connected to the first thing that we had on this news in- uh, article. 
Everyone okay. has a thing. Ooh. Not those audio mongers. No, not those audio mongers. Oh. Those uh, scribblers, Titan Comics. Oh, uh, okay. They have a Doctor Who range, and they are bringing out a limited edition. Uh, I think it's four, five issued uh, story of the Fugitive Doctor. Oh wow, it's yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, 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 that has been slated for uh, I think it's in a couple of months oh. to come out. Onto mm-hmm. that too will be set after Fugitive Jadoon. Well, she's not really a Fugitive. Yeah, that point. And, and the thing is, it shouldn't really be after because it's a pre. Technically, she's a previous Doctor, so it should be set before. It should be set before Hartnell. It is set before Hartnell, but it's set after her uh, events. Uh, after Ruth. Fugitive the Jadoon. Yeah. yeah. So she's been through all that Ruth stuff. Yeah. And come out the other side. She's Doctor Ruth rather than yeah. the Doctor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we shall see. And that's the end of the news. Fabulous! <laughs> I thought you heard. Right, last Sunday we were all gathered round the idiot box to watch the latest offering from <laughs> Doctor Who. Oh, music. for music. Right. <laughs> First thing, shall we tell them what it was called? I haven't got there yet. You interrupt me mid sentence. This is the first thing, very first thing. She'd forgotten. (laughs) She's making it up. Legend of the Sea Devils. Mm. Okay. (laughs) Right. We watched, of course, Legend of the Sea Devils. Legend of the Sea Devils. Couple of things to say. Mm -hmm. First time I watched this, I had an eight-year-old boy curled up next to me, going, "Oh, what's that?" Nan, Nan, will you protect me from the sea demons? Will you? Yes, Ben, I'll protect you from the sea demons. And they're called sea devils. No, they're sea demons. What happened there? I don't know. I was telling you about sea devils. <laughs> so we didn't see it. We It was on, but yeah. we didn't see it because we were protecting him. That was yeah. his, his first jaunt into the world of Doctor Who. Yeah, Yay, very well. Because he was a bit scared and he said wow when he saw the floaty ship and <laughs> for about five minutes he was riveted and then he realised, remembered he was scared of the sea devils again. So <laughs> we had to watch it again. Yep. Did he enjoy the doctor? Like, well, you know, <laughs> he went off in the garden with an ice cream, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a boy who can talk 19 to the dozen in two different languages, so, you know. Yeah. But we watched it again. Yep. And I don't care what anyone says, I really enjoyed it. Oh, well, good, OK. I, I, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't the best thing I've ever seen nope. but visually it was outstanding yeah. oh yeah. god yeah. Yeah. it was borderline spectacular visually there were some wonderfully funny lines in it I understood and followed the story did you? I just enjoyed it it was pleasant yeah. I mean you know look it got it got crap ratings, but you know yeah. it's always going to on Easter Sunday. They weren't that bad in the end. The seven well, days, the, the initial ratings. Yeah, and it's still but, third on BBC for the day. Yeah, exactly. As so, we've said before, the so. um, way people watch TV has changed yeah. hugely. But no, I thoroughly enjoyed it and would sit down and watch it again. Uh, myself, uh, my initial watching is I was I got to admit I felt slightly disappointed, but I was. There was so much going on mm-hmm. in the household at the time. Yeah. I, I obviously missed. And second watching, I enjoyed it a hell of a lot more mm-hmm. than I did the first watching. Yeah. yeah, I think it's one of those episodes that needs a few viewing to a sort of, you know, few viewings to a sort of fully appreciate it. I don't know what everybody's opinions of the actual sort of sea devils themselves were. The way they were rendered and the way they were recreated was very very faithful to the mm-hmm. um, original. Yeah, very much so. But mm. you could see the switch between CGI and model work, 
And as for the actual sort of articulation of the sea devil's mouth, I mean, it looked like it was mumbling. <laughs> uh, well, to be honest, the originals did as well. That was one but, thing I liked, the fact that they actually kept, in turn, instead of turning it into a close-fitting rubber headset, like the mm, yeah. they kept it very much solid, which... It reflects that crustacean type thing, you know. It, it's, it's almost yeah. like turtle sea creature. Mm, yeah, I like the fact that yeah, yeah it's like a, 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 a turtle's turkey. beak. Yeah. I like the fact that they didn't muck about with it too much. I, I love the eyes. The, yeah. you know, they yeah. move oh, the down big, and they yeah. can bleed. Yeah. And the fact that they still have long necks, yeah. Yeah. which were mm-hmm. for technical reasons originally, yeah. but now aesthetically. Yeah, they could have made them enunciate more clearly, mm, not yeah. in, in two senses of the words, one which I'll bring up later. But it didn't distract from me because that's how they originally did yeah, speak. I agree with you there. And the one of the minor quibbles I had was that I don't know if it's just that we got the settings on our TV wrong, but it was fine before we watched the episode. But the music seemed to dominate again. It did at times. So there were times when I didn't quite catch what was being said, especially as there were times that both Jodie and Mandeep went into full-on Sheffield. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the music could be a bit overpowered. Yeah, they, yeah. they got the balance not quite and, right. And I had to listen to it twice, and it has become a meme where what the sea devil said actually was quiet. Yeah. But yeah. the sound guy got yeah. loose on yeah. it, and the quiet bit went, so you got... Well, what do you want to twat? (laughs) (laughs) Something I noticed with the sea devil, and this is not a complaint, it's more noticed. We only had one sea devil really talking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Previously, back in the 70s, the makeup was worn as a hat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you had the the sea devil's face was basically above the actor's Mm, face. That's right. Hence the long neck. Hence the long neck. But I did notice that instead of articulating the mouth, they articulated the neck, mm, some yes, form yes. of effect like on his a, neck. Like a frog. Yeah, yeah. when he yeah. spoke, yeah. it bulged outwards. Mm. Yeah. Was anyone else really disappointed that the sea monster wasn't the murka? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I was just about to raise that. It might have been yeah. the Chinese name for the murka. Mm. Yeah, I, I just wanted... Why couldn't they just said it's the murka? Well, that's all poised, ready to laugh. It's an amazing thing. Looking at it from from the shots that we got before it sort of dived out and showed its many teeth mouth. Many, so, many teeth. Sort of like a sandworm. That's what many, it reminded mm, me yeah. of a sandworm. Well, yeah. but more like a um, you know, leviathan. Yeah. Reminded me actually of the thing that was under the Thames. Oh, oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Under the frozen yeah. 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 No, not the Scousen. No, the, the, in the Cloudy with, one. Yeah, the Cloudy oh, yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. The yeah. big worm under the, the big, Thames. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. One with question. The yes. The Doctor is like over 1,200 years old now. Over 2,000. Over 2,000. Well, 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 50 pence a week. She's old. Why on earth, no matter how old she is or he is or they are, why can't they just accept that it's okay to love someone why does she why does she have to be such a dick when it comes to <laughs> issues of the heart well i mean it was the same with tenant it was the same with capaldi i, I just like i can't but she I, said she due, to, last forever. due to events that happened the week before i kind of get that in the having lost my cat after 19 years it was mm. like that's the fifth one can i put myself through this 
You've got to remember, humans have the lifespan of a cat yeah, to the but... doctor. And it's like, can I put myself through this? But to, to quote yeah. Dave Lister, <laughs> you've got birth, you've got death, the bit in between is called life, mm. and that's yeah. still to come. <laughs> when he dies, I probably won't be far behind him, no matter what he says. But I would never, ever have not wanted... <laughs> it's also, it's also a valid choice to not engage in a sexual relationship. <laughs> yeah, but she's frightened to even try. Why are you and killing me off? I don't know, I like to kill you off occasionally. Yeah. You're covered right. in glitter, man. For God's sake. <laughs> yeah. Right, going back to the sea devils. Yes. yes. Um, those electronic Crumbly's stole... Crumbly's not happy with all this love talk. <laughs> those electronic stole cutlasses they used... Yes. Oh, they were yeah. very good, but, I mean, I'd wish they'd used the original weapons. The cross, yeah, they look like Guns. a cross between um, a, a CD and, and uh, a fart yes. gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 the things. Yeah. yeah. Although I, I did like the scene with Dan when he's, like, he's his sword and then the other guy's like, how did you... Do that. It's like you just me and my mum. <laughs> I love the fact also that you've got a bit of the uh, relationship of the uh, the two companions in that Dan has trusted Yaz mm. to dress him up in the right outfit, so she's yeah, made yeah. him into a, a pirate from Disneyland yeah. Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'll be honest, I enjoyed this. I think this is the better of the stories that we've had from Chibnall and oh. the Whitaker mm. era. Yes, I could pick holes in certain aspects of it, yeah, you yeah. know. And, you know, things like, since when did sea devils learn to fly and, you know... Just, right, just, right, yeah. just because we didn't and see it. teleport as well. Yeah, yeah. just because we yeah. haven't seen it before. Um, well, yeah. There was one continuity error, unless I missed something, uh-huh. that which would have bugged me when I was a teenager as well. The TARDIS got taken down into the Sea Devil's base. Mm -hmm. They walk several corridors and go, here is the ship we pinched and turned into a super ship. The super ship goes up, they have fights, the super ship comes down, Mm. and and the Doctor... Pushes them into the galley, which also turns out to be the TARDIS. You never see the. I think something got cut because a it was almost like cut, a lot on the was, TARDIS rather than on. I was going to say a lot. One of my issues with this was it does seem to have been very heavily chopped and changed. Yes. I, I was sitting there waiting for the love scene <laughs> and wondering how's I going to do it. I think very it was, I think it was actually done quite well. <laughs> yeah. you know, it reminded me a bit of the one between Tennant and Rose mm. in some ways. I can love you, but you can't, you know, I can't yeah. love you forever, but you can love me forever, yeah. that kind of stuff, mm. yeah. yeah. But I have to ask, which wife? <laughs> well, yeah. you don't need to, you don't yeah. need to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking River? Are we talking Elizabeth I? Are we talking about his <laughs> wife? Don't forget Marilyn. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's getting married quite a bit, the doctor. One thing, though, it's a generational thing. We all sit here, we've grown up with this since the 70s mm. and the 60s. And whether we like it or not, our parents' and grandparents' ideals were instilled in us. And we find this sort of thing uncomfortable in settings where we're not, not used to seeing it. Kids today watching this would think, not even think twice that the Doctor and Yaz might They'd love each other. They'd be a lot more they accepting anyway. Yeah. It's only the grown-ups who watch this show I, that I, kick mm. up a stink. I've got to admit, that's the only part where I hiccuped. But I think 
like I said, it's because of my nature, my growing. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Thinking about it, you possibly could have had this scene between the third Doctor and Joe. Yeah. There, there was. It was never mentioned, but there was definitely a connection oh, there. there. There's several Doctors. Yeah. And- well, the, let's the face past. it, the Doctor and Jamie. The Doctor and Jamie loved each other. Yeah. Mm. It's just back then, you know, Jesus, can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> but if the Doctor and Jamie were the Doctor and the Companion now, yeah. that would probably be mm. hinted at or even it, directly addressed. The, on, the only problem, and I use that in air in here because it isn't a problem as it is a problem, is that there is a danger, and you see it with a lot of um, TV series, is that the programme's really good when there's that tension. Daphne and Niles. And then as soon <laughs> as they get together... Lois and Clark. It suddenly ah. becomes a romance story mm. rather than what it's originally about. Yeah. And there is that slight danger, I think, where if the companion and the Doctor do form that kind of relationship, the Doctor's protectiveness changes the companion, but also the writers can get really lazy. Mm. We had it with River, and it was very well done, but it's because she came in and out. Yeah. 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 And she was a very powerful... But could you, you know, imagine if it was some of the other assistants? It, it really does depend on the writer, and it could over-dominate. My declaration that, oh, God, she's an idiot for not following it. Mm. It's just my it's my opinion of the Doctor. I agree with you totally. I think they've done it completely right. It's, yeah. it's very gently touched, and she's coming to the end of her tenure anyway. But it just winds me up that the Doctor can't just <laughs> yeah. go... Yeah, go with the flow. Yeah. I yeah. love yeah. you. Let's not be scared. Right. It is one of those things that I totally sympathise with that, but I also know it could potentially kill the programme a lot more than yeah, anything they, they else. Shouldn't, yeah. They shouldn't make it all lovey-dovey, I, 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 that's yeah. just very gently done. Are you saying it was a Peter Parker moment? Yeah. What? Peter Parker. Peter Parker. I know who Peter the, Parker The is. end of the last film. Oh, oh yeah. Why do I have to explain things oh, right. to me? <laughs> now, hawk. <laughs> Harking back to the ships, a couple of uh, salient points I must point out. Oh, the ship that the uh, Sea Devils are using. Yes. Floaty ship. As soon as I saw it, it reminded me of the uh, Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I yes. can see where you come from. Mm. That. Yeah, yeah, with all the uh, anti tricks. Well, very much so, yeah. with all the anti gravity oh, yeah. engines mounted yeah. to the outside yeah. of the hull. And Madame Chiang's uh, ship. Mm. She was the only person on board. Yeah. So yeah. how could she sort of... She couldn't. <laughs> she... Captain Jack did. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see why. You can't <laughs> run the entire ancient yeah, sparrow. <laughs> not an entire ocean-going junk. I mean, <laughs> You'd have to do so much at the same time with all the well, rigging yeah. and everything. Mm. couldn't do it. And to... Even with one crew member at the end of it, he used to have been running around like a blue-bum oh, fly. I, I have to say, though, the Doctor and everyone else was quite thick at one point. When they're going, well, we were going look for this ancient ship that died, and I'm sitting there going, you saw it 30 seconds ago. <laughs> it had green things on it, yep. and it was floating <laughs> through there. We must go and find this ancient <laughs> ship. It's been flying around with green things <laughs> on it. It's it's a bug. Again, yeah. <laughs> it's like, how many ships are in this story? Figure it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there was discussion about, there was a scene between um, Mandip and Jody, like the scene of the Doctor and Jazz, Um but also that phone call between Dan and Diane. And Di. mm. Yeah. 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 That was, we're we're definitely doing the whole winding up yeah. thing, aren't we? Yeah. 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 He's, yeah. he's homesick, he misses his girl. Yeah. So, presumably he's going to survive. Yeah. Even though they <laughs> split up. 
I suspect Yaz won't survive, but it looks like Dan. I've might. got I've got bad feelings about what's happening, going to happen to Yaz. I really have. I just don't have a happy thought about mm. it. No, she's not the type that's going to leave the Doctor. No, no definitely not at the moment, <laughs> unless the Doctor does, does something really, really dickish. <laughs> <laughs> I anticipate a rather messy end for her. Yeah. Yeah, One yes, thing no. I, I do quite like. <laughs> I like um, not so much because they killed the sea devils. I didn't like that because you know sea them, but I liked the fact that they got rid of them so they don't become anonymous, anomalous, anomalous to, anomalous. to the third Doctor's encounter. If you, mm. if you know what I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it's, a it t- it's a difficult, but it tidies it all mm. up so that these lot aren't hanging around a lot longer. So there's a great chance that the Doctor could have met him before yeah. they met yeah. them. Time me why me i know <laughs> yeah. i did like the sword fights that the sword fight mm, yeah. when they were all fighting the sea devils on oh, the ship yeah, very, and i like the fact that when they killed yeah. them they actually made that <laughs> kind of like funny noise <laughs> adam oh, you have been suspiciously quiet yeah. oh, adam tells you the word in edgeways oh sorry <laughs> i thought it was hot garbage <laughs> and i actually fell asleep watching it the first time oh no what put you off? Uh, Is it because they clearly weren't skipping those stones correctly? <laughs> <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. Um, oh, God, no, it didn't make any sense. I know my doctor to have some kind of semblance sense to it. What happened with the keystone? What's the timeline here? I don't even know. <laughs> so at what point did this chief sea devil get turned into stone and why? Um... He got uh, turned into uh, stone because he initially went after the guy who had the keystone. And he, the guy who used he, the keystone to turn him into yeah, stone. He, yeah, he made it to the island where the statue was. The uh, sea devil, the chief sea devil, followed him, and one of the properties of the keystone this is magical to, thing is mm. to transmute matter. Right. Because his the kid was his grandson. But it didn't actually transmute matter, it just covered him in well, stone. They did say at one point in it can do several things, including yeah. in, in case yeah. perhaps you were asleep at that point. I think I probably was. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, you need your second viewing. I did watch it a second time. It sort of <laughs> made any sense. <laughs> it, the, the, the premise was loose, I have to say. Yeah. The fact that she's going to sail up to some bad guys and give them this cash and they're going to give her back her, her crew, crew. The crew yeah. is highly highly unlikely because that's not how bad guys work they don't no, but tend it is to how bargain. pirates work yeah, yeah. The, the pirates tend to take the ship code. but yeah they take the ship they kill the crew they take the ship not they just haven't killed the crew because that's why she needed the um the jewels yeah no, no they didn't kill the crew but no. they yeah. would normally no mm. not necessarily it depends what they're after they quite uh, often if you, ask if you look, the crew if they wanted to come over and join pir- us uh, if you look at the pirate society it's one of the most democratic Societies that have ever been. Within their own society. They all voted. They voted. If the captain didn't supply with uh, the uh, correct treasure of bounty, he was voted out. He wasn't yeah. killed. Yeah, wasn't okay. He was voted out. They actually shared the money out. The money, there, was, yeah. there was equality you, even you amongst got, sexes. I'm board. sure, but I thought the way pirates generally worked is they went after a ship, a high value ship with lots of good cargo. They killed the crew. They took the ship. Well, how are they going to control to... that ship? Well, with half their crew. Mm. Yeah, but you know, if you go around capturing all the ships, your crews you do get pretty thin on the ground. And on joint. But anyway, just to anyway. leave to leave 
a perfectly good ship behind. Yeah. Well, because they knew she would um, find the treasure or whatever and come and find them, so then they might mm. decide to kill her. And, but, of course, her men aren't going to let that happen. And, and actually, she's got she, she's got Stoneboy with her now. I mean, she, she, she is a historical character, yeah. and she mm. was oh, yeah. one of the most famous prof- and well, profitable, profitable pirates, pirates of, of that period. Whoever sailed the seven seas. Um, yes. And we don't uh-huh. know how many other people have tried to... Get hold of that key, get hold of the treasure before and failed, and that they think she's the only one that can do it. She doesn't want to do it for them, so this is the way they're making her do it. We're seeing the tail end of that that saga. saga. We haven't seen the beginning end of it. I think Adam's Mm. a bitter man who can't stand to see a powerful woman (laughs) behind the wheel. (laughs) She couldn't do it on her own, though, could she? (laughs) Powerful woman behind the wheel. There was was a lot of holes. This was more of a fishing net story. I mean, there was a lot of But they hinted at that when that poor guy got eaten by the not murker. He was Mm. playing with a fishing net. That was a metaphor for the plot. But it was a fun Sea de- they, the sea devil they caught in the fishing net right exactly. at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, as if they thought that would work. <laughs> <laughs> mm. but, okay. what, else, what else annoyed you about it? Yeah, oh, that stupid leap. What was that about when he can teleport? Yes, that was the one I was saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I, must, I must admit the um, the leaping and the doctor. Um, I did, had no problem with her Geronimoing onto the other ship, but then somehow managing to Geronimo back up to yeah. the first. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, God. <laughs> the ship is obviously displaying anti-gravity motors. Ah. Gravity was in flux around so the you ship. Jump so jump up, it so, yeah, it was, a, up. it was a normal jump, but because it's in low gravity <laughs> at that Fair point... Fair enough. Like, we'll allow that. <laughs> no, we'll allow that. <laughs> and, and Dan can just kill half a dozen sea devils with one swish of his sword. They were knocked <laughs> out. It was on the blue setting, not the red. <laughs> no, so, no, did you, it went on to the orange for killing and it was his was yeah, on the blue and it yeah. was zing. these sea devils stand there and get killed it, well, no, this, this guy's really, got a swordsman they're, they're, the, they're the stormtroopers of the sea devils <laughs> sect that, just so easy it just kills them and that's mm. it yeah. that's well, it the again, end of the story he stunned them well I don't care if he killed them or stunned them but it's just so easy to <laughs> yes that was a little incredulous <laughs> but you know Dan's just amazing and, <laughs> he's from Liverpool he's had to defend himself from worse yeah, and, and with if less you, if, you, if you remember his mum from the last season took on a whole Brigadoon as uh, some Tarans with a frying pan. Yeah. Well, we saw her in the streets. We don't know if she actually attacked yeah, oh, she she She's she a mum from Liverpool. But the thing he, did. he said, you haven't seen my mum. So that was obviously a mum tactic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think bitter, bitter man can't stand to see a good-looking guy with lots of luscious grey hair yes. doing well. It, it, was a bit more, it was a bit more flexible with the world of reality than yeah. it has been in yeah. the past. It just felt... As we've mentioned already, it's felt really badly edited to a lot of places. It was hectic, I'll give you that. It was only 47 minutes long, yeah. which for a special is the shortest ever, yeah. and shorter than most regular episodes of uh, Wataka's run. Yeah. yeah. So uh, was it longer? It's got cut down for some reason? Uh, well, it's because of all the swearing. They yeah. had to cut all the swearing <laughs> out, and that's another 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know twice is a swear word in some now, part the of the world. the doctor called Dan a f- nugget at one point. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I, I get the feeling there's probably a decent 10 minutes... Yeah. Uh, that has been mm. cut, that maybe yeah. shouldn't have been cut, that would have made it more... Cohesive. Coherent, yeah, cohesive. Mm. Now, a question. But it was a bit of a romp. Um, the Leviathan, the... Uh, wha- Hoasen. Uh, mm. Yeah. The Merka. Is, yeah. is, is yeah. it Chinese for Merka? 
had no idea. And um, I thought yeah, Madame Ch- yeah, Ching's name was Chiang, which immediately sort of sparks us all. Is, is she any relation to um, yeah, the I, one and only Wang Chiang? I imagine it's mm. as common as Smith. Yeah. <laughs> she was a real person, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah she was. Yeah. was a real person. I was Wang Chiang a real person? Well, he was Wang a god. No. Oh, he was the, a god. The character of Wang Chiang was based upon a vaudeville a yeah. real vaudeville mm. act yeah, okay. from the turn of the century who wasn't Chinese. Now, Lee Sin Cheng was, a, a, like, was yeah, a based on the yeah, vaudeville, yeah, so but Wen Chang, Chang, Chang was yeah. the god. And it actually was Mangus Grill. But that's god, another I'm story. Sad. You are, because it's Magnus Grill. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, generally, I've watched it twice and I enjoyed it more than. I, yeah, mm. I could. Yeah, I could put coals in this thing to the day come the cows come home, but, but I enjoyed it more than I've enjoyed most of the rest of the season. I thought it was a good fun romp. I enjoyed it, it as well. I it was fun. possible. Yeah. Not not a patch on the previous one. Everyone point Eve at the, the bitter boy. The bitter boy. The bitter boy. Yeah. <laughs> we have to see what the next one brings. Yeah. <laughs> you can let us know what you thought. How of, can they do that? Well, they can let us know what they thought of Legend of the Sea Devils by emailing us. Yeah. Wow. At show at staggering stories dot net and just for a couple of our listeners who've had a bitch on Facebook, we're all here. <laughs> or is it just three of us? Just three of us doing the six voices. Mm, well, I, I'm actually my voice. <laughs> uh, uh, Keith, could you um could you do your impression of Adam? Okay. What do you want me to say? Say I've got a funny looking nose. I've got a funny-looking nose. That is uncanny. Mm, that's Thank you. a good impression. Mm, yeah. Who else can do it? Um, um, uh, Crumbly, could you do your impression of Jean, please? Could you say, I've also got a funny-looking nose? God, blimey, I've also got a funny-looking nose. God, you're the man of many voices. Wow. Oh. That is incredible. Wow. wow. I want to go. Let me try Karen. Um, I'm covered in glitter and really need a bath. <laughs> Wow, you did that! We're back to glitter again. Phone when I've been calling home then. (laughs) (laughs) Right during the Easter holidays, we have been to London to see stuff, not the Queen. And the first thing we went to see was a stage play, Back to the Future, the musical. musical. Pause for music. Pause for in tune music. <laughs> Sounds like you're farting in the bath. <laughs> hang on, hang on. You ready, guys? The power of love is a curious thing. Make a one man weep. Hello. Make another man sing. Hello. Ch- Your audition's over, McFly. Christmas Trickle, I don't understand. That song is crap. Right, when Adam said to me, I've been to see Back to the Future musical. You should see it. It's brilliant. I kind of went, eh, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> because when I know a musical's got a song, songs including one called My Father's Got No Spine, it wasn't exactly... Um, yeah, encouraging. Encouraging. <laughs> yeah. And I just couldn't picture it. So then we went to see it, and it's the best thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. <laughs> it is so very... Very good. The effects with the DeLorean, DeLorean. Yeah. especially at the end, mm-hmm. were yeah. amazing. And, I, I, oh. It's worth it just for watching what they do with yeah. the DeLorean. I, yes. I was broken at the end as 
these guys will probably vouch for. <laughs> yeah, he was very broken. It's absolutely fantastic. Where did we see it, Adam? The Adelphi Theatre on the Strand. Yes. How many times have you seen it, Adam? Three. <laughs> I've seen it twice. And we've seen it once. So and oh, seen it and you would happily go and see it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Much yeah. So. yeah. That's spoiler music, whatever. Sure. And yeah. <laughs> the DeLorean flies out over the audience. And, yeah. Oh, it was fantastic. Yeah. We were in the school. was quite near the, the front. Yeah. Very yeah. F, wasn't it? So, yeah, it yeah. came right over our head. And it spins around. You see yeah. uh, Doc and Marty inside. Upside down, looking very green. Yeah, <laughs> strapped in properly so they don't hit but the But the ceiling. set dressing is amazing. Yeah. The the walls, um, I all all coming out the ceiling and the walls either side of the stage are all covered in this amazing Tron like yeah. decor, which yeah. lights lasers. up whenever yeah. Marty's going at like eighty eight miles an hour, or the DeLoreans appearing, or someone smiles weirdly. <laughs> yeah. It just looks so good. You've got, I think it's either one or two. DeLoreans, and I believe they are genuine DeLoreans that they yeah, gutted yes. out. I, well, I don't know. Um, but they're full-size yeah. DeLorean cars. Yep. You've got rotating sets, and they make good use of screen drops. So yeah. when it goes to 88 miles per hour, the DeLorean is actually moving forwards and backwards on the stage. And around. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and around, or what have you. But you've got a screen... A muslin. A muslin screen yeah. over it that's also putting buildings whizzing past. It's and it gave you projected. a very, very really good impression of it? The best sequence, I thought, is when the DeLorean... was. It was driving back to the start of that street and yeah, in the yeah. storm to then go back, and yeah. there was a lot of swerving. It looked there like was. swerving mm. around corners. And yeah, stuff. it was so clever. it was so effective that that um, sometimes with things like that I get a bit dizzy, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. was happening yeah. not in an unpleasant way, but it was just like <laughs> oh, as if you were in the yeah, car yeah, itself. Yeah. The the cast is very high quality. Excellent. Oh, who yeah. was who was Doc and Marty for our yeah. viewing? Well, Marty McFly is played by Ollie Dobson, Indeed. who perfectly captures. Yeah. Excellent. It was almost, yeah, it was almost like having Michael J. Fox. In yes. fact, yeah. he actually sings the songs sounding more like Michael J. Fox <laughs> than Michael J. Fox does. Well, it wasn't really him in the film. It wasn't, yeah. And <laughs> Roger Bart plays Doc Brown. He yep. was also yep. perfect. He doesn't do... An impersonation. Oh, he doesn't do an impersonation. Yeah. He does his own interpretation of it, yeah. but it is still very good, very high quality. Yeah, yeah really I like, funny. I like the fact that he put emphasis on the wrong words. <laughs> no, we now yeah, have to yeah. travel back to the time continuum. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the support- <laughs> The supporting cast. Hugh Coles, who played George McFly. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. he was first. Again, yeah. he did wasn't yeah. he? Good. He was channeling. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I then, thought it was just the guy, like propping the movie on the yeah. stage. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah. But yeah, all of the cast, the you know, the actors played Biff and and Marty's mother and all the yeah. rest of it. Yeah. it. They were excellent. Yeah. There were yeah. a couple of... We didn't have Einstein, the dog, but no, that makes sense it. given the effects of the DeLorean. I think no matter how well trained, yeah. it's going it's to frighten <laughs> any dog because yeah. yeah. it was it, really bright it, it, and, and loud. It moved, it moved a hell of a lot. The whole thing is on 360 gimbals. Yeah. Mm. So it literally can spin on a dime. Yeah. And it does <laughs> the, the first time we see the DeLorean, it driving directly towards yeah, the audience, the audience yes. and then at the last the edge yeah. of the stage yeah. spins it yeah, kind of yeah. like comes out of the back Can of the back yeah. of the yeah. um, blackness of the back of the stage and suddenly there's a car drive you know? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also don't have the <laughs> the Libyans no no yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Libyans certainly they had to that. find a different way of getting mm. um, and yeah. it was a good way it was yeah. a good way yeah. they obviously they have 
they are limited on the scenes they could do. So Marty can't go into his father's bedroom, do the Star Wars bit to get yeah. him to... Could have but done, but they, they... But there's a variation on that, and yeah. they have a homage to that scene yeah. in the place. So all the elements are there. They're just... Slightly, moved around yeah. a bit slightly. Just a little points. bit rearranged. Yeah, he didn't um, have cars on the set yeah. other than the DeLorean. Yeah. So that whole thing with Marty on his skateboard, skateboard. that's yeah. a run through the school now. Yeah, but yeah. they still yeah. use the skateboard. He still has yeah. a skateboard a bit, yeah. 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 The best singer, I thought, was the guy who played Goldie, the mayor. Yes. Oh, the, yeah. Or the future mayor. Yeah. He was excellent. But I... Did love yeah. the scene with Calvin Klein. Oh, yeah. that was um, so he's in bed. Good. He's in bed, yeah. and his mum's basically stripped him down to his boxers. And because she's done all this, I never chased a boy when I was young. Yeah. I was, and she's sort of like sidling up to him, yeah. and he's, and he's like, trying to sidle side <laughs> on the cat on the floor. It's a very, very well done and hysterical mm. scene. And also, the duvet. Yeah, during the songs, we do have a brief shade of a uh, little shop of horrors because. The Rockettes. Mm. Yes, yeah. In her room, the, the three singers. Oh, suddenly yeah, there's suddenly heads coming through the window. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. was it that um, they had the dancers and that scene with Doc and Marty's gone, who are the girls? I don't yeah. know. They just yeah, appear sure. when yeah. I see yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like. Every now and again, they did step back and sort of look around and say, what the hell's happening here? Yeah, Doc yeah. chases the last one out, doesn't he? Yeah. 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 She's <laughs> dancing. It's almost, it's yeah. almost a Leslie Nielsen-esque yeah. as mm. he sort of recognises that something isn't quite right here. But the, the best bit on that subject is the scene when there's all the singing and dancing with like the dancers and the tuxedos or whatever. Then it transitions back to Doc's workshop yeah. and they're just standing there like frozen and then they just get them to go out the door. <laughs> yeah. 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 There are songs that were in the original yeah. movie, and yeah. there are songs that have been specially written for the play. Mostly specially written. Yeah. Um, but I know some people that don't like musicals because they kind of feel that the show stops yeah. for someone to sing a song and then go. But no. these are a bit more like Rocky Horror almost, yeah. in that they actually move the, t- move the story along. through, mm-hmm. they move the plot along, they yeah. explain a bit. They're not suddenly how we kill going, German, like, oh, bless my beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Do they not pick on Seven Bright for Seven Brothers? You will not do that. She knows what it is when the one line. Oh, take that back. I love Seven Brides for Seven Brothers and how we kill. Um, but yeah. yeah, they tend to stop, whereas this does actually give you part exposition as well. Yeah. It's part of the yeah, narrative of the show. A good example of that is a bit, it's George's song when he's up the tree yeah. oh. doing his pee pee tom thing. Yeah. <laughs> and he actually sings about it. Yeah. And then you have him fall out of the tree. Yeah. yeah. During the song, pretty much, yeah. I think I think the guy who played George was probably my favourite. His Every dancing time. is a celebrity. Oh, his dancing. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he had it. Because who was it? Christian. Crispin Glover. Was Chris, that was it. Glover yeah. in the uh, in the film, yeah. and it was it was just He's like watching him. Yeah. It was just so it, very good. But the, f- the first time I saw this with Adam was we were up in the gods. Mm. Yeah. So twenty pound seats. So cheapest you yeah. Get. I couldn't actually see the actor that played Martin McFly very, very easily. Mm. He looked like it was Michael J. Fox because mm. the body language, the yeah. mannerisms, the way he carries yeah. himself, and yeah. then with the voice, yeah. it was like, okay, that, that have they got one. a time machine or something? <laughs> well, yeah, it's at the back of the stage. <laughs> yeah, and then when when we was actually a lot closer, okay, it isn't, but he's 
You it's, suddenly, within yeah. a few seconds, you are there because yeah. he has got it so off path. Well, to me, mm. he, I mean, we were quite close to the front, but to me, it, you know, yeah. it didn't take much of an imagination to think it was him, yeah. especially when he spoke because he had that, that croaky thing that yeah. Michael mm. J. Fox does, mm. especially when he's frightened <laughs> or <Yeah>. panicking. <laughs> but oh, we really do recommend going and seeing it. The tickets are reasonably priced, obviously, depending on where you sit. Yeah. And it, it's just worth it for the DeLorean alone. It, Really yeah, is so good, literally. and the theatre had made the entire foyer into Hill Valley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, there's one point on on the up the first floor where you can actually go stand in front of the <laughs> clock and connect the wires. Mm, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> there is talk of it opening up in New York. It I did, believe. Yep, yep. Um, I don't know how it would if it would tour in America or if they'd open it in different parts. And I think they were talking at one pound about doing a tour about the UK but if you are in a position at all to get along and see it whether it's the American performance the British performance or touring performance because yes it's brilliant seeing this actor as Michael J but even even if it wasn't that you know it is well worth seeing oh god yes yeah. it's still on in the UK for a few months yet isn't it yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's sold out every night I think pretty much yeah it's won a recent award to the best new musical yeah. West so End so. we were in the first time I saw it it was the 20 quid cheap seats yeah back in the gods and it was still a really good show yeah okay favourite yeah. songs any favourite songs just because I really enjoyed the guy's voice I like Goldie's the mayor's mm. song oh yeah he, his role is enhanced a bit yeah yes yeah. because they've got such a great guy doing it yeah I think probably for me the beginning of the second act the 21st century one with Doc dreaming oh, yeah. about the future looks like he's on the set of turn the jedi that's the one with the guest appearance isn't it yeah yeah there's a guest appearance oh, of that yeah. scene yeah. Yeah. um that anyone anyone of a doctor who persuasion will spot within I, about i, I, I didn't see seconds. it i didn't say it <laughs> <laughs> but no somebody okay. recommend I just remembered. What? Speaking of things with a doctorly persuasion. Uh oh. Right. Oh, yes. Did you know that when you weren't here, we forgot him? We did. We had yeah. to interrupt the end of the him. podcast. Oh, blimey. And he was furious. <coughs> he was. We don't want that edition. to happen again. So, <laughs> one, two, three. Hello, Hello Head of Hello, Handles. Hello, Terence. Hello, Terence. Dangerous Church. Hello, Lumen. Hello, cardboard Clara. And, hat. and numerous, you know, we're we'll talking teddy bear doctors. And um, hello, space shuttle. <laughs> I hate to think. <laughs> why Why is the Moomin doing that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Moomins, I did like that cartoon on you, uh, on the uh, Facebook page. Kill me now. <laughs> <laughs> Moomin night. <Yes>. Moomin night. <laughs> <laughs> like Fright Night, isn't it? I thought it was very faithful to the uh, yeah, Moon Knight character. <laughs> Ghost hippos. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost hippos Death. even? Yeah. Right, the Back to the Future day was a really good day for us. Uh-huh. It was uh-huh. a knackering day. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But as well as going to see Back to the Future, in fact, I before being Back to the Future, sorry? I went and had Butterbeer, so it was also Harry Potter for me. OK. <laughs> but before that, we went somewhere else to a warehouse with lots of other people mm-hmm. to see... 
Doctor Who, Time Fracture. Oh. Pause for music again. Now, when I say see it, yeah. we didn't see it at all. No. We were in it. Yes. <laughs> in it Time, Fra- our necks. Time Fracture is basically the live action version of those pick your own adventure books we used to have as kids. And, oh, it was so good. <laughs> you're basically, we can't talk about it. You're good. basically helping units save the world. Mm. And there's some things we can't tell you because we promised not to. We um, can tell you a fair bit about the general, bit, but yeah. we won't give away. In basically, there. you've got lots of actors playing mm. scientists and soldiers and historical figures and mm-hmm. time lords. Mm-hmm. And they their job is to basically get you through this story by reacting to what you do and what you say. And as it turns out, when you say it's a good job they're sending the children through first, at least we're not as attached to them, they blink at you and go... (laughs) Well, that's an interesting point of view. <laughs> that was funny. You, had, you start off in Unit HQ, well, this, yeah. un, this area, with you, all the unit people yep. who have got names like Liz Shaw, Dr. Leeson, Sullivan. Dr mm. Sullivan. Mm. Yep. Which Jean got a right grump on about. No, I didn't. That sounded like a grumpy mm. No, I wasn't. I was the one that found those quite fun, amusing. <laughs> well, someone else got a grump on it. Someone got a grump on about it. Was it you? No. It was you, wasn't it? Uh, I did question that. How does Harry Sullivan? Is it meant to be his son or grandson or something? It did not say Harry. They just said Doctor Sullivan. <laughs> no, I think I did say Harry Sullivan. I think it did say the full name. They're Easter eggs for Hoovians. They are. If it's meant to be trying to be there, it's meant to be trying to tie in with the Adam, series. It should. Adam, it's not tiny wimey. It's not the Doctor Sullivan. It's just a, a Doctor Sullivan. A Doctor Harry Sullivan's <laughs> hand on his <laughs> Yeah. Was well, he wearing a duffel coat? Maybe they just recruited him because of his name. He was wearing a white lap the badge. Ah. Yeah. Despite <laughs> Adam's overthinking of minutia, as he often does, as he often yeah. does, yeah. there were great Easter eggs. I thoroughly enjoyed this. There was so much we didn't do. Oh yeah, I, that's my biggest problem. Yeah. I think. I think if. I have a complaint for it. Is one, it is very chaotic. Yeah. That yes. and two, there were too many people there. Yes. Yeah. I think it was, yes. we we had about uh, about fifteen in our group, 15, and the rest. I think it's yeah. closer to about twenty oh, to twenty-five. But I th- yeah. Well, it depends which group we got dragged into. Yeah. 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 But I think there was possibly about a hundred people. In, in the there. building, yeah, all dashed into and we're all split down into groups of either five, ten, or fifteen yeah. people. And we yeah. lost our group because yeah. we got dragged yeah. off. Queen Elizabeth was crossed, and we yeah. got dragged off with another group and chased by Cybermen. And so we kind of lost track of the story. Yeah. But I tell you, if Jean hadn't tried to kill us all last month and given us all COVID, <laughs> yeah. I would have been really cautious about going to this. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. there were tons and tons of people, no. very little ventilation, if any. Very yeah. few attempts and to, yeah. And there was no masking up yeah. or anything. I mean, Some it, people were they, they asked us to mask yeah. up. I think we were masked, weren't we? I think we were. We, oh, yes, yeah, we yeah, were. Yeah. I gave yeah. up because I couldn't, still couldn't breathe properly. Ignoring the, the fact of... Um, Lack of oxygen, etc. Mm. Similarly, I found that there was too many people allowed yeah, in. Far too many. It's far big, yeah. greedy, frankly, of them. And I also found that the tableau areas, so you've got different tableaus, yeah. you've got yeah. Elizabethan, Elizabethan Court, Victoria, what have you, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and you from one, they're in a small area, and the sound was bleeding from one to the other. It's yeah. far too loud. So yeah. I couldn't mm. hear what was being said by the actor or what have you that I was involved with yeah. yep. for the noise coming from somewhere else. Mm. Yeah. And I found that 
I'll be honest, yeah, I had great fun running around, but I have no freaking no, clue what, what was it. going it, on. Yeah. It wasn't so part. bad in the torture area because that is a closed in area. The, the, yeah, it wasn't three acts yeah. in the beginning and end act, so that it was okay. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't yes. so bad in the torture area. It wasn't so bad in Leonardo's um, office or office. whatever it was. Because, yeah. again, that was yeah. another closed-off air. But it was the larger Elizabethan court where mm. you had about yeah. two or three things going on at once. Yeah. And I think the Comblam area. I had no idea what the hell was going on there. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it kind of got yeah. broken down to four, four areas. You've got the first area where yeah. we have a bit of performance before mm. we then go into the tableau, the, tableau uh, the open areas, area, yes. the open area, which is where you are extensively looking for something. Yep. Yeah. You then come out of there into about a 20 minute rest stop which is on board a spaceship spaceship yeah, with an yeah. entertainer it's a bar thing it's yeah. a bar you can buy alcoholic non-alcoholic drinks use a loo and what same thing you. happened at the um, War of the Worlds one yeah. they had a bit in the middle where you just and rest go to a there bar is, yeah. there is still activity and interactiveness yeah. going on around you at that point yeah. the story is still happening the yeah. story is still happening um, um, we were pointed out that maybe hanging around there isn't that good because no spaceship on Doctor Who seems to cruise line and seems to come off well. You then moved through an area. The scary area. The scary area. No, me and Gene me and Jean were at the back. It's Stephen the back. Yeah. But you weren't no, we, no, 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 we yeah, were Stephen we was oh. meant to be at the back. He was told to be at the back. But, but no, if wasn't. I may <laughs> say, if I may say in Stephen's defense, he was called to the front. All I would say yeah. about he the, abandoned us. Yeah, all I'd say about the scary area. <laughs> Don't is, volunteer to be at the back. Is, <laughs> if you're old enough to what remember and be frightened by something from the first colour TV series, and if you are frightened by a modern frightening monster. <laughs> you are going to be fine either way you go it through this. It was so yeah. effective, wasn't it? I don't know about you, because me and Jean, because Stephen abandoned us because he's an ass. I was cool. We were both trying to climb into Keith's I was um, right at Keith's the back waistcoat. Too. One of them came right up to me. Yeah, and it I was, was face to face with one, yeah. so I couldn't do much. It was so good. But the thing is, I wasn't sure. I thought it was going to be the other ones. Yeah. But yeah. we're going to be. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. We, you get through that bit and then you end up in the capital and we'll leave it at that yep. because we don't want to spoil it no. but, but the, that was my favourite bit I know it, it was fantastic that. I have to say the decor the and the costumes were yeah. perfect without giving away what happens in the capital I, I did a thing he did do a thing. He did do a thing. Can't it, tell him it, what. Yeah, you've got the table, you've got the the calligraphy stuff, you've mm-hmm. got statues of time lords. If I if I may say, it he was, wants the table. It's it's been more. Oh, I definitely want the table. <laughs> it was more accurate than what the television series <laughs> is. Strangely, okay. Well, mm-hmm. Deadly Assassin. Did yep. you are told. Into entering into the Panopticon is the orange and scarlets of the Pridonians, the uh, Heliotrope, the heliotrope the of the yeah. uh, Atraxis, and the blues and uh, the greens of um, the Archeans. Mm. On the screen, yeah, all you actually too. get <laughs> yeah. is purple and gold. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas here, they were actually in 
the proper colours yeah, that you were told You had those then. in green, you had yeah. those in orange. Now, now that end bit, we're basically watching. Mm. Yeah. yeah. We don't actually do much. There's a little bit in the middle where there, kids go and construct there, something. There, there is a little bit beforehand as they're waiting for various groups to arrive. Where yeah. we'd had the first part where they were looking for things, they are now brought together yeah. at, at this yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. And we had to do lots of chanting for the side we supported. Yeah. Yeah. And we disagreed, didn't we? And, and, you and, got it wrong. and there were three volunteers asked for. Now, there were kids that put their hands up, but <laughs> for some reason... One of our party ended up getting chosen. That's because I was a kid. He was very bouncy <laughs> and shouting, me, 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 me. Throwing women and children behind him. Without giving away why, what did you end up having to stand and hold? Well, no, no, because no, that will give away. No, no, you don't have to say whose, just what it was. It was, it a, was armour. It was a piece of armour. Yeah. yeah, we'll leave it he at that. He was glowing. He was glowing. He was a very bouncy and lad. This, it uh, it's eventually going to end. Everything think closes Indeed. this oh, is going to cl- no, no, this is this is this is going to close yeah. i want to know whether we can buy props yeah. oh, if we can get the table if we can it's get a the really table. big one if we can cut it in half you have one half and we'll have the other half I, I, i'm sorry the table the pennant and some of the costumes i want mm-hmm. i want nice. i want i want if you are disabled you couldn't do this there are actually disabled performances which have got yeah. little wheelchair next to yeah. when you go to book up you would have i don't to, know how it works but even ramps if, over the, yeah, uh, the steps if you yeah. had even if you not just sort of like wheelchair but if you had real mobility issues yeah. like you needed sticks and couldn't get around that fast i would recommend you went for one of the disability screenings rather than yeah. the regular one also if you have sight problems uh, nearly went arse over tit when we were ushered away from mm, one monster <laughs> because there was no clue that there was a step in front of yeah. me right. and that would have been very embarrassing Ooh. and they'd have had to turn the lights on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if you, you have sight problems, don't let anyone rush you anywhere because there are certain points where you could come a cropper. I would probably also recommend if you're a bit claustrophobic, go for a midweek yeah. daytime, yeah. not a weekend, yeah. because it's going to have less people in there yeah. and it'll be more comfortable if we were yeah. there in school holidays weren't we mm, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was a Thursday it was yeah. still the school holidays still school holidays <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah like yeah. all the best Doctor Who's they have a little shop at the end oh yeah <laughs> love a little shop I, I have to point out I think this show has been rather unlucky because oh, yes. they, they've been taken down by Covid at least twice this is my third attempt to get there and <laughs> well, unlucky. I, I, I booked to go to it and I know it's an immersive show but it became totally immersive because they had the water floods and it completely flooded out the first area Talk, talking to the barman in, in the space uh, spaceship bar it finds out that the actual Tyburn runs underneath the building yeah. Yeah. and that's what flooded the, the place. whole place got flooded out at one point yeah. I, thought, I thought it was overpriced for what it was mm. yes I'm glad we did it but I think if I had the choice, I'd like everyone else has said, I'd do it when there were fewer people yeah. and I wouldn't let myself be so rushed. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm a bit grumpy on Doc 2 today, it seems, but I wasn't that impressed with it. <laughs> I, I'd heard great things about it and 
the beginning and end were quite good because yeah, they were just buttons. they were set things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But the whole middle section was complete mess. It was pandemonium. Pandemonium, it, it was wasn't it? Just turning people not knowing what they were doing is no clear direction. Our storyline just fizzled out because we couldn't get into where it needed to be because another well, group yeah, in there. Well, yeah, because we were heading back to Leonardo and we yeah. couldn't. We and then we then we got dragged into Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, the, the besides, that, and even that we didn't. We got out of before we saw the end because she had an object. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, but we we were the, hum, we were hustled away. The the, the coronet, uh, but we didn't see it. Whatever our stream was doing, we didn't see it. So we basically got no storyline in the middle there at all. Yeah, complete mess. And it was too loud. I couldn't hear the damn mm. thing that was going on. Yeah. It, and, uh, at time, as I said, at times it was too dark as well. Yeah, too dark. Yeah, see, yeah, I, I found I it. I found it very loud and that. I I was a bit detached from it, but I wasn't sure if it wasn't because of what had happened a couple of days beforehand yeah, yeah. for mm. me personally. But no, I'm I'm glad I did it. Yeah, probably. I'm not sure I'd rush out to go and do it again. Mm. No. If I could guarantee that it would be much quieter mm. and yeah. I'd actually get at least one strand of storyline, I know there are several strands, yeah. but at least get one of them mm. yeah. rather than none of them, then I, I might do it again. But Steve. I I'll admit like there was a lot of people there even I found myself like disorientated at points just in the case of like, there's a lot going on and like I was there just now now this is happening here have I missed a bit am yeah. I not <laughs> like um, I, actually, I actually spoke to a member of staff who was like able to be out of character and said am I still part of the story have I missed a bit is it still going and he's like you'll still get led through but even though he said that I was still lost and confused yeah. as to yeah. what well, was so we, happening we didn't get to see Davos at all except mm, on no. the screen no but I enjoyed it like mm, I remember mm. like the bits at the Doctor Who experience like the experience part where you're like, literally in this little bit of story and stuff that was this on that but on steroids yeah, yeah. And, and much yeah. more and I'm going to go and do it again because I want to <laughs> have a second experience see what it's like you'll have to and do it when the kids are at school and tell us what you, you yeah. think about I, it I have to say kids love it oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 and I think it is more orientated towards kids quite yeah. right yeah. as in yeah. genuine kids mm. not big not kids not big kids <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, there's bits in there which are obviously there for mum and dad and the true Who fans. Yeah. Um, I'm a little you know, kid now. Yeah. You know, like, like we were saying about the Sullivan and all the rest of it. But I do get a feeling we are not the market oh, demographic. Quite right, too. Quite yeah. right, too. Oh, we yes. shouldn't be. Yes, we shouldn't be. I don't know. They, they obviously, the, the actors will go to the kids first to do things, mm, like yeah. build things or look for things. But it's meant to be a family thing. Yeah. yeah. I would say that I did the equivalent for War of the Worlds. Which I want to go to. Which I thought was a lot better, because there wasn't different strands. You were, you led through the story, and you're a smaller group. You felt more like you knew what was going on, you yeah. were part of it. You got to actually talk to the infantrymen and all the people along the way, and it was much better. Uh, this was just chaos. And- I think maybe that's where they... they the, the only error I think they may have made was... This, how many vert strands are there? Something like There should be one. Yeah, but at the moment they're saying it's like, like it's a 12 or something, or so 7. 13, 14, like, 14, like yeah. somewhere around I think area. they Too should many. have narrowed that Spooned down, down and, and maybe yeah. had three or four. No, one. You know, one. Um, well, yeah, one, because but if they were sitting there thinking, well, we want repeat customers so they can do this one and that one, but the amount of variations they got, it just it was muddled. I was saying, yeah. they, they're not going to get repeat customers based on what we saw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and this this review sounds like we really hate it. We didn't hate it. It, no. it. it is fun. It is enjoyable. I'd recommend doing it once, but go when it's a hell of a lot quieter. <laughs> yeah, although it is London. If you've seen it, 
or taken part in it already, let us know what you thought via show at staggeringstories.com. No! Net. <laughs> that don't work too Net. Right, we have one letter. One oh, letter. One. A letter. A letter. A letter. I know. I love you. It's a letter from Siobhan. Ah. She says, familiar name. Dear staggering stories, McFadden Publishing <laughs> have been listening to your recent efforts. The following notes are from George himself. All right. As agreed with Fake Keith at last year's Hooverville, the HR recommendation that El Presidente is henceforth to be known as Old Man Purcell is to be adopted by both Staggering Stories and its sister show, The Flashing Blade. We we did agree to that. We were we were having a drink in the bar. So mm. sorry, old uh, man. No, sorry, sorry, old man so, Purcell. No, 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 no agreements and uh, alcohol are binding. <laughs> oh, I think we were both drinking Coke. Still counts. Oh, all right. <laughs> George has approved the request of the aforementioned sister show that Staggering Stories resu- review Zardos. I no. don't know what Zardos is. Red nappies! Okay. Okay. <laughs> Please say the following loudly. Alexa, what is Coffee Bean 100 in Welsh? Coffee Bean 100 in Welsh is... Fuck. <laughs> That's very good. Please alert old man Purcell that Mr Noonan very much enjoyed his company on Saturday. Tara then, Siobhan. P.S. You've all done very well. <laughs> and she went to a Big Finish Day, didn't yes, oh, yes. Big Finish Day on mm. past Saturday. Yeah, it was very good. I saw on Facebook, I think it was the Staffordshire, Staffordshire TARDIS group. Oh, They yes. had um, Big Finishes in Derby and uh, a woman wandered in to see what was going on. Oh, I saw this, And saw yeah. the TARDIS. And her son's a big Doctor Who fan, but he lives in Melton Mowbray. So oh. the guys from the Staffordshire group took a picture of her holding a sonic screwdriver in front of the TARDIS with a cosplayer dressed mm-hmm. as tenant mm-hmm. and sent it to her son's smartphone, mm-hmm. say, just saying, sorry, your mum's travelling in time and space. <laughs> <laughs> and the poor guy is on the phone and trying to go, what's going on? <laughs> but I thought yeah, that was really a really cool funny. thing to do. <laughs> yeah. give, give us a quick five-minute review. Oh. Second recommendation. As the main guests, we had Paul McGann, Louise Jameson, loads of big fish people, of course. Uh, that's where they announced the new box sets for The Master and Fugitive Doctor as well. Okay. Yeah. It's very good. Anything done by the, the quad gang yeah. and Derby yeah, is usually. always going to be good. We got to hang out quite a bit with uh, Stephen Noonan, as mentioned, who's now playing the first Doctor for them. Ah, nice. He's a real proper fan. He can quote really weird, esoteric <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Often cool. in various different voices. <laughs> His Tom Baker's very good too. Lead us out crumbly. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Thank Aww. God. No. But never fear, in the next one there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity. Oh God. More news and reviews. More who old and new. Mm. But you've forgotten, haven't you? <laughs> well, the next new who won't be until... Well, Don't so until that S for sea devil or sea demon as Ben said Mm -hmm. soggy scarless sandwich scary scabrous sacrilegious (laughs) smothered in sauce sanctimoniously (laughs) slithers slithering sloppily towards us (laughs) screamingly this is me Crumbly saying be seeing you this is me Stephen saying just say one word (laughs) say me Stu! He gets it wrong! <laughs> Alright, go on then. <laughs> this is me, Stephen Singh. I quit. Oh. Oh. Farewell. Goodbye. Au revoir. 
revoir. He's finding something Au dramatic. Closing as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's closed. laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Just say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number three nine two, featuring Adam J. Purcell. Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, Stephen Clare, and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. <laughs> very silly. <laughs> Do you regularly jog? No. <laughs> He's a leader. Ah, I'm just going to have to cut that. Sorry. <laughs> now his HBO TV miniseries adaptation has been launched... Oh, f*** sake. Has been Adam, given Adam, why did you... Oh, God, that's better. I can actually see it Why, why did you write for f*** sake? I mean, you're trying to keep this light. Stop it. <laughs> OK, so Doctor Who? Which one? <laughs> sea Devils or uh, Time Le- Fracture The Legend of the Sea Devils Sea Devils, Devils first okay. and we'll do the last two last Okay. why can't we do the last two first because they're last two hence they go last but they were first and then we'll oh shush <laughs> ah Keith needs the toilet I now I thought he was going to break rather than go straight mm-hmm. in I can, I can break if you want you've <laughs> <laughs> been broken for years dear. go in the toilet and hold your willy in your hand <laughs> he needs to I imagine you can't aim without doing that I'll just let it flop around oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> don't hold it so tight <laughs> was that guy in the Legend of Sea Devils called Gene Hunt really it's something like that, wasn't it? What, an actual actor? No, no, no. One of the characters. Oh, the samurai guy? Yeah. No. Are you sure? <laughs> sure, it's Gene Hunt. Allegedly, G- he's going to do his thing now. Ji Hun. Ah, Ji Hun, yeah. Gene Hunt, basically. She did it all glittery. He's a peepee Tom! Trying to avoid a confrontation. I would rather be in hibernation I retreat to my imagination And my reliance on on science fiction